John Morris is our friend, Peoria Riverfront like, Museum. Hear the train? Oh, I do hear the train. Today. So when they built the Riverfront Museum Theater, they knew the train tracks are right there. That's why inside it's it's almost a tomb-like state in there. How thick, and John Morris is there, how thick did they have to build those walls? Oh, it's, you know, it's interesting that you bring that up because the theater, the giant screen theater, what we now know to be the largest film society screen in America, we'll talk about that in a minute, but when they built it, opened the building in 2012, that's... The tornado shelter. Oh, so really? a handful of times since I've been there, seven yeah. years now in April. It's hard to believe I've been CEO yeah. for seven years. But the uh, we've gone to the Giant Screen Theater. There are a couple of places in the building, but that's the largest. I'll go there. I, Let I'll me just... tell you something. That is the most comfortable place to go. It is yeah. right out of. And tornado. we kicked on a move. Like so, if we have if the uh, if the sirens sound, mm-hmm. we have to do an announcement. Everybody in the galleries and wherever you are, go to the Giant Screen Theater. If for... I'm nearby, can I just flap my come mem- on over. membership and, card? Yes, and... and we play a movie uh, for people while they wait for the. Uh, you know, you know what it is. is I they, know. Twister. Twister. No, they're not showing. <laughs> we, yeah, we, we don't have that queued up. Yeah. Uh, recently, I was uh, in the museum. I was doing a podcast with uh, Jeremy Caldera of Pearl Technology, and he was uh, set up in the, the lobby area, the, the big area, beautiful area at the museum. And the reason we did it there was because he and his crew were busy uh, working in the giant screen theater uh, room. What were they doing? Well, our the board of directors, as you know, we're a privately funded, private nonprofit organization. Right. The Peoria Riverfront Museum board of directors. Sometime in 2023, under the then chairman Steve Jackson, now our chairman Todd Baker continues. The board authorized a $350,000 investment of donors' money. We had a lot of folks, visionary society members, who support the mm-hmm. museum and many others. Uh, Pearl Technology gave a tremendous amount of extra effort uh, 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 and a, a very favorable uh, price for us to be able to afford this. And we upgraded both the projectors, which are dual projectors to allow us to do 3D. Mm-hmm. They now have 36,000 lumen laser light engines. That's a fancy way of saying super bright. Right, Greg, Dan, as you may know, if you're doing a PowerPoint presentation in a classroom or office, it's usually like 2,500 lumens. Mm-hmm. These are 36,000 <laughs> lumen projectors. So you get the picture. And dual projectors. So okay. we upgraded those in uh, the fall of 2023. Okay. We were waiting for all the equipment to come in for a 21-speaker Dolby surround sound system, absolutely the best of its kind that we could get. And these guys from Pearl Technology are climbing up. There's about I four feet, it. but you saw, that, I saw about four it. It feet scary. behind the, the screen. The screen is fifty feet right. tall, seventy-four feet wide, and uh, they 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 hoisted these massive screen uh, uh, speakers about midway. Mm-hmm. And as you may know, the screen is perforated. Mm-hmm. So the exciting part is not just the technology, but what's what it is what we are doing with the technology. We're not just another movie theater. We're showing right. movies you could not see anywhere else. And, and tell me about that. What is that part of the mission? So it's interesting. During the pandemic, when all the movie theaters are closing down, we made a decision uh, to not do... Uh, we kind of had to flip the switch from commercial to a non-commercial film society-like screen. And part of the reason for this is... Hollywood requires, so what's what's a uh, 
a new movie that's out, you know, uh, Avengers 9 or something, right, right? Right, right? So that comes out. It's it's being played at, you know, 15 multiplex sure. theaters in, in the 60-mile radius, Bloomington and Pekin and Peoria and so forth. Well, we are then required to have a clean screen uh, for it's nothing else. So the school tours couldn't see educational films. We couldn't oh. do classic films. We, we could only show that one film okay. for four weeks right. at a time. And this is like crazy because after the opening weekend, sell some popcorn. Yeah. Maybe it's a hit. Maybe it's not. We're locked in or locked out of showing what a museum mission should really be about. Absolutely. Well, and that's because theaters commercially have to have so many runs, so many eyes. Of course, of course. Fun. So, I mean, I understand their perspective, but yeah, our your perspective, perspective is that that can't work. Our perspective yeah. is Vertigo, Alfred Hitchcock, one of his masterpieces with yeah. Rear Window and Psycho and Hitchcock, one of the greatest films. Vertigo deserves to be seen as a work of art in a gallery where it, that is deserving of it. Sure. We have... This is where it gets amazing. So we flip this, flip this switch. Mark Elliott, who you've had on the show, sure. brilliant scholar, lives in New York City, comes in three, four times a year. He's written, he's on his 27th book now, almost entirely about Hollywood figures. Uh, he's written on all the greats, Jimmy Stewart and Steve McQueen and Cary Grant and on and on. By the way, he has some great stories. Uh, unbelievable stories. Yeah. He, is, he, is, he has quite a career. But Mark is a valuable asset to us as our resident film scholar. Here, he starts advising us, we have a 1,000 film showings a year, about 20 a week, 52 weeks right, a year, 1,000 right. film showings a year, and those are sort of broken down. Mark Elliott's Art of Film, two a week, Friday night, Sunday matinee. He brings the greatest films of all time, and he does commentaries, whether he's live in person or whether he videotapes them. There's a commentary for every one of Mark Elliott's Art of Film. And if you if you... And the public have not experienced it. It doesn't even matter what movie it is. Go, and you will see. So, for example, a couple of weeks ago, we showed Alfred Hitchcock's Vertigo mm-hmm. on a 74-foot-wide screen with 36,000 lumen laser phosphor. I, I, a couple from Chicago drove down, got a hotel in East Peoria, just thought it was the coolest thing just to come out into, the, into Illinois. They're huge film fans. And yesterday, I made a call to the, the, the woman and thanked her for the check for $5,000 she sent us to say there's nowhere else, in nowhere in Chicago could you see films like this with this kind of commentary on a screen this big. Wow. And I said, well, of course, we're Peoria, Illinois, the <laughs> city of gratitude. We're grateful lar- for it. Is this the largest screen? So, let, Dan, let me tell you a story. As you know, we swing for the fences all the time. We're yeah. trying to build, and we are building, a national museum. It happens to be in Peoria, Illinois. So, Bill Conger, our chief curator, and I uh, went out to New York City last April. We met with the presidents of the Metropolitan Museum of Art, the biggest art museum in the Western Hemisphere, MoMA, the Museum of Modern Art, sure. uh, not the president of the 9-11 Museum, stay tuned, uh, uh, news from that uh, relationship, and many others. The president of MoMA, Glenn Lowry, uh, asked, uh, I said to him, well, you have Van Gogh's Starry Night. I have the Center for American Decoys. I said it's about e- even, you know. So, but he, but he said, "What?" Uh, and, and this is a very revered, one of the top people in the museum world. He said, "What do you all have going on there? This multidisciplinary nature yeah, yeah. is amazing. Really, there's there's there are not too many museums." I said, "There's only one that has has our art, science, history, and achievement." When I mentioned that we had a film society, he said, "This is an area that MoMA could work with your museum oh, on because nice. they have four screens in the lower level, the Museum of Modern Art." 
They have a film society, a whole bunch of curators, and it's regarded as one of the greatest places for the study and curation of great new films, independent films, uh, classic films. And so we had a follow-up call with the head of their film program who said, how big is your screen? What? What's the matter with you guys? 70 feet? You're a film society? You show show all these clients? You have a film scout? He said, listen, I'm telling you, New York has the top program, but our our screens are nowhere near as large. That's incredible. He said, I believe you have the largest film society screen in America. So David Steve, who manages our, I said, you got to get on the web. you got to find this out. out. This information in my hands is dangerous. So, (laughs) So David scours the whole country. Yeah. Looks for film society, museum program, and a film yeah. society is a group of people yeah. that show films, study films, usually commentary uh, that you couldn't otherwise see, whether educational yeah. class. We have the largest film society screen in the United States in Peoria, and I didn't even realize it. Wow. It's, it's amazing. And, and when hey, you, you didn't have to make it up. We did, I did not make it up. <laughs> and, and, and with Mark Elliott helping yeah. guide us. With us bringing the top educational film. Anyway, it's new and improved, and if you haven't been lately, come see it. Come see it. That's that's it. It's always good to talk to you, man. Thank you. Peoria Riverfront Museum, John Morris, and the whole crew down there. We love all you guys and gals. Uh, Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. Don't stop.